Welcome to episode 25 of Mainly Games. In this episode, first of all, we're feeling a lot better. Second of all, we are reviewing Dinosaur Island Aurorin Wright, Archaeology the New Expedition, and also we are listing our top 15 tips for attending a gaming convention. So let's get started. Welcome to Mainly Games. I'm Joey. And I'm Alex. And we're a podcast that takes an entertaining look at board games. That's correct. That's right. Last week, not so entertaining. No, last I did actually listen to last week's podcast. Did you? It was no, because I know it was just <laughs> okay. it was just so depressing. I listened to it and it was very like mm, the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and my problem was I couldn't laugh because if I laughed, that would result in me like hacking up along. Which I am still kind of hacking up along, but not nearly as bad as last week. Last week is terrible. And for you that did not listen last week, <laughs> don't. We, yeah. <laughs> we were sick last week. We and were. several of you emailed in and said, hey, hope you feel better. Thank you so much. <laughs> and we are, because I think you guys could feel the pain. <laughs> I know. That was so painful last week. <laughs> One person said, because it's just so different <laughs> not hearing Alex's laugh. <laughs> and you didn't hear it at all. And trust me, in post, it was different too, because I her laugh is so loud. I have to remove it. It peaks every time. <laughs> so I had to hard limit every week. Except last week, it was just the most monotone. Yeah, it was so monotone. And I felt like I'd be describing stuff, and then I would just stop mid-explanation because I'm like, that's it. That's all I've got in me. <laughs> okay. Like... Last week, it was so... <laughs> It was so weird because as I'm doing, as I'm talking about the, you're the, talking about Cat Grizzly, yeah, the yes, reviews, yes. reviewing one of my favorite <laughs> games of all time, by the way. Yes, Camp Grizzly. I mean, it was. I loved it. I looked up, and, <laughs> and I noticed Alex drift drifting off. So there because was a, I remember thinking, well, I could go to sleep right now. Huh. That would be kind of nice to go to sleep. And I even, I even stopped the recording. <laughs> And then I said, are you okay? <laughs> that was my equivalent of saying, I will turn this car around. Because I was like... I think a, I pulled it together at the end, but you did. I <laughs> was not doing good last week. Her, it's like, <coughs> I look over and her blinks were getting longer. I know. It was so bad. Longer. It was so bad. And then at one point she blinked. And I thought, those <laughs> eyes are not opening back up, by the way. <laughs> it's like, and she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> like the South Park episode, and it's gone, oh, and it's gone. I feel bad. So, but we're oh. back this week. We're better, and everything. Yeah, and it's pretty funny how I can tell she's in the in a good mood because we get out to our game room, <laughs> and I have the AC on at like seventy, right? Yeah, to get it it's really 71. cold. Seventy one. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we turn it because <laughs> I turn it off during the podcast. It's not that loud noise in the background. Yeah, and um, she's like, it's so cold in here. I said, well, it's 71. She goes, why is it 71? I said, I said, I turned it on so it was cold for the podcast. She goes, well, what's your reason for turning on 71 last night? <laughs> and I'm like, well, you are spicy today. <laughs> I know. This is, this is going to be I'm in a, a better mood podcast. today. I'm not sick. Yeah, I kind of miss you being sick. Because <laughs> I'm nicer. <laughs> you're so much nicer when you're sick. <coughs> it's funny to hear you cough laugh though that's i know oh my that's goodness a big thing. yes oh last week it was not even going to be like it just would have just been a cough for 15 minutes it, it was, was horrible brutal. and mm. um 
we're gonna. <laughs> I didn't know what we talked about last week. It was such a blur. But um, oh, we, I did take a note. We talked about the tropical storm because we had that happening last oh, week too. Yeah. Speaking of which, guys, it was no tropical storm. Total dud. Yeah, it was a total very dud. uneventful. The news had revved us up until this is going to oh. be a washout. Cancel everything. Yeah. So we did. <clears throat> we woke up Saturday morning. It's a beautiful sunny day. I mean, it was like birds were chirping. It's <laughs> like know. you guys come outside or yeah. what? And yeah. it was squirrels were, are outside. Bunnies are outside in the grass. There was yeah. nothing. No. I walked out. I'm like, what's what's happening right now? Am I, I dead? Did did it kill me? <laughs> <laughs> and total dud total no. dud so then we had to recall our events and reschedule them that was fun yeah yeah, yeah like, that yes. was a lot of fun yeah absolutely yeah. oh but i did see a bear that day i was driving to an event and i saw a bear on the side of the road how does your train of thought work by the way um i don't know i just my note oh. was no tropical storm so i had to go to work and no games but i saw a bear okay there we go speaking of your bear yes let's tell you what's <laughs> happening Okay, so I've um, we do a lot of shows. This island called Captiva. It's yeah. off of um, Sanibel. Off of Sanibel, so you drive from Fort Myers, and it's, it, it's a ways out there, right? It's a little <coughs> island. Anyway, so I'm driving out there, and Alex is in there, and our daughter Juliet's in the back seat, <laughs> and they usually come to the show, whatever. Mm-hmm. So as Super I'm driving, fun. I'm paying attention to the road, right? right. Mm-hmm. So I don't see it. <laughs> Alex screams, Juliet screams, and I feel this like bam hit the car, and I look up <laughs> and I see it, and. <laughs> Not a pigeon. No, not a not, pigeon. Not a dove. Not a seagull. Mm-mm. A pelican. A massive pelican. A massive pelican smashes into my windshield. And we're doing 50 at that time. We're doing 50. Mm-hmm. And then I see it just tumble off and land in the median. I know. And I'm it like, so bad. oh my. I mean, I, I will never forget that <laughs> face of a squished pelican smashed up against the windshield. Wings spread. I know. And apparently Alex saw the whole thing. Because there was a pelican off the side of the road, decided to take off towards the road, didn't give it get enough lift, yeah. and just went. And then we had to pull over. I mean, the car behind me must thought must have thought, man, what a monster, right? <laughs> I know. So we pull over and we call this animal rescue place to come pick up the pelican. And uh, I don't know, pelican seemed to be fine. He kind of rolled off. Uh, he was extremely, extremely angry. He was. We were yeah. like, we're not going near that pelican. Yeah. So um, anyway, so some place called Crow came and picked it up. Yeah. But that's. I mean, I thought the windshield was shattered because this thing, that thing had some. It's funny because I it. called Misty about who I should call. Right? Should I call um, FWC or should I call Crow? Right. Right. And she's like, "Is your windshield broken?" I liked how that was her first question. I was like, "Oh no, that's fine. We're yeah, fine. fine. It's just we're just worried about the pelican." Our da- daughter's tra- traumatized though. <laughs> for life. Yeah. So that was. <laughs> She's never hopping in a car again. Yeah, that was insane right there. It was crazy. So we felt bad, and um, so we got home and played Wingspan. That's it. That's it. That's not really what happened. Is there, are there Pelicans in Wingspan? I think so. They've got to be. There are Pelicans. I got to, we got to crack out Wingspan I'm going to Google this. Are you really? Yeah. Wow, you are really attentive this week as opposed to last week. Last week I would have been like, uh. Googling Pelicans. (laughs) All right, so um, entertainment-wise, movie-wise, we are very boring. We have not caught up <laughs> in a lot of things like Stranger Things, The Boys, Obi-Wan, even Moon Knight. None of those. No, we're way. very behind. We're so far behind mm-hmm. because we've been working. And But movies, we are watching movies. Um, Chippendale, Rescue Rangers, I think we mentioned it last week. And mm-hmm. that is a great movie by that the is way. a great movie julia really liked that movie she did but we liked it in a different way yes even if you don't have kids you should watch that because they give so many nods to back to like um old movies one of the best nods. this won't ruin anything for you but do you remember when sonic um the hedgehog the movie came out and the trailer was out and the sonic fans were up in uh, uproar they were so upset because sonic just looked so bad the yeah. cgi yeah. was just so ugly yeah 
So they then went back and redid all of Sonic, the whole movie, and re-released it or released it with the new Sonic. So one of the characters in this is Ugly Sonic. So pretty yes. much Ugly Sonic got fired from that movie. So funny, right? It is funny, too, because they have reference to like other cartoons that are both owned by Disney and Fox because now Disney owns Fox. So you see like The Simpsons and stuff in there, too. It's kind of funny. They kind of mush all their IPs together. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of things in there I didn't know Disney owned, but maybe they're like having to deal with. So I don't Disney, know. Well, Disney owns the world. Yeah. So. He-Man. Did not know that. Do they own He-Man? I think so because it's Marvel, right? No, He-Man's not Marvel, is it? I don't know. This is would not you a like me podcast. To, would you like me to giggle? Go, go ahead and yeah, yeah, <laughs> go. yeah giggle it. <laughs> I would giggle it. Yeah, E-Man okay. Marvel? Okay, so also, I never had that Pelican answer, by the way. You're oh, Googling I, it. I, because I got sidetracked by He-Man. Okay, anyway, so we have seen Top Gun twice, and we are going to see Jurassic World this Sunday night because we're just, we're really excited. Again, like I said, our bar is low. For Jurassic World, because anytime you unleash dinosaurs in a city, doesn't usually work out well. So we're excited about that. I think um, it's owned by Marvel. Yeah, He Man is. I think so. <clears throat> There's lots of words, so I'm trying to skim it, but I believe it's owned by Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yep, there you go. The definitive answer <laughs> from Alex is she thinks so. Looks like it. Maybe I don't know. Lots of words. So if you I'm ever try to talk at the same time, and I'm it, trying to figure out the pelican too. Yeah. I do believe there is a pelican. Good. It's giving me a list of all the birds that are ever in the Wingspan game, and so I have to scroll through the whole entire list. If you guys ever need any research done <laughs> for any project or anything, Just call me. Alex is your person because I'm amazing at I it. I mean, I can see, you know what? <laughs> Every trial will be so much more fun with your yes. honor. We think so. Uh, that will be that will be great. Yes. So all right, so let's cut into some board game news here. Yes, let's. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, this is interesting. Uh-huh. Twilight Imperium <coughs> Roll and Write is what? coming out. Uh, Trala- Twilight Imperium. Sold. I'm there. Have you even played Twilight Imperium? No, but I love Roll and Write so much. Yeah, you do. We actually are reviewing one this week. Um, oh, yeah. Roar and Write. Roar and Write. So Twilight Imperium, mm-hmm. as you know, is the epic 4X yeah, game yeah. that takes 6, 8, 10, 12 hours. And if you get someone with AP and you started 10 years ago, you're still playing it right now. Yeah. Oh, you are way. indeed. Yeah. So yes. they're turning this into a Roll and Write. This is very interesting, by the way. First of all, it's like sixty-five bucks, which is expensive for a rolling ride, I believe. But how much um, is it? Sixty-five. Yeah. But this is very interesting, though. I mean, I will. I'm interested in how they're going to do this. I love TI4. It's one of those experience games that it's hard to have hit the table. Yeah. And you have to have the right group. If you yep. get someone with a bit too much AP or whatever, they will slow it to yeah. a crawl. And as much as you want to introduce the game to new gamers, getting someone new will add an hour to two hours to the game. Yeah. Unless they're the kind of person that says, you know what? I'm just going to know I'm not going to win this game. I'm going to play this first game to learn how to play it. So TI4, or sorry, Twilight Imperium, as a roll and write. Interesting. Um, roll and writes, are they still hot, by the way? Roll and writes? Yeah. I feel like they are because I feel like everything is coming out with a roll and write. Yeah, I think you are, I mean, you are still into Rolling Rights, by the oh, way. Oh, I will never not be into Rolling Yeah, Roll you are rights. definitely into Rolling Rights. But um, let me see. That, are you I would Googling too? I am not. I am just looking because we actually had someone message in and I forgot to mention it. Anyway, so. Okay. Yeah, so Twilight Imperium Rolling Right. Mm-hmm. And 
let's see what When else? is it coming out? It is coming out. You asked that since I switched off. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you, it just says you can pre-order it now from Fantasy Flight. Oh, sold. Let's yeah. pre-order it today. So that is a very... Yeah. So anyway, that's that's some news coming out. That's exciting. Also, Star Trek Missions. Uh-huh. This intrigued me because um, we played with some people at at the um, Gamers of the Gulf Coast. Uh-huh. Fantasy Realms. Yep. It's been yep. out for a bit. And I think I mentioned it before how that was one of my... <laughs> one of my worst... As far as like boneheaded mistakes in fantasy realms when I played it <laughs> and just totally doing the wrong thing. I ended up buying it. It's a great game. Great yeah. game. As soon as I bought it and a buddy of mine bought it as well, we found out there's a fantasy realms deluxe coming out. Of course. Coming out for a year, but that's fine. You know, I'll get a lot of plays like yeah. 15 bucks. You'll okay. get plays for it for that. Yeah. But star Trek missions mm-hmm. is out and that is the same as fantasy realms, but with a star Trek kind of really? side. And feel. it's out right now. It's out right now. Have I, you ordered it? Uh, game nerds does not have it in, but okay. I think a couple other places do. Okay. So well, let's I will get on that. Probably. Get I'm going to make a list of things you need to do after this podcast. It's perfect. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, we were, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. All right. <laughs> So, all right. So that's that's interesting. Um, also, mm-hmm. filled out the Marvel zombies Zombie side pledge, pledge. Finally, yep. yep. Not getting Galactus. No, that was a big decision. But we decided to get all the little bonus people instead, we and are. then we could just print th- Galactus. I mean, we know three people in our gaming group that are getting Galactus, and I do think it's kind of like a whole like Bloody Mary Oopsies. thing. If you have too many Galactus in one area, he does show up and yep. destroy you. Yeah. So. I don't want to take that risk, yeah. so we won't be playing Galactus or getting Galactus. Also, um, Camp Grizzly, we reviewed it last week, and in our very, very, very exciting, really sad that I wasted that sick week on reviewing the number one game that I've been looking forward to, Camp Grizzly. But I listened to your review when I was like awake, mm-hmm, and, I re- and I was like, hey, I really want to play this game. Really? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So how did you like? <laughs> how did you like the the podcast last week? I love. Uh, it was great. Except my explanations were terrible. I noticed, like I said earlier in the show, I would feel like I would start talking and then I would just stop mid explanation. I'd be like, "That's it. That's all I got." <laughs> I was like, "This is terrible." That I is... have so much to say, but no energy to say it. But anyway, I'm excited to play Camp Grizzly. Okay, so yeah, Camp Grizzly. I have actually ordered a lot of fan-made expansions. I know. I'm so excited that you did this, actually. Yeah. So it's yeah. like um, I did not... I used to print and play a lot of stuff. Yep. Our time, we can't do it now. So ended up getting them and going on to makeplayingcards.com and ordering some fan-made stuff. So That's going to be super fun. I'll give a full review once we get a full playthrough That'd be good. That we again. can re-review Camp Grizzly when we're both awake. Maybe you can review it because you did not play it. There you go. I'll, <clears> that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Woo! So we're going to do that. Now, also, we actually got a... Um, email in from Oxide Media, and they are the floor plan people uh-huh. about the Winchester, Winchester. House. Uh-huh. And they said it's been delayed because of all the shutdowns over there in Shanghai. A lot of production queues are back. Yeah. But they are shooting for October oh. for the Winchester House floor plan. So, so speaking of rolling rights, Winchester House is one of, sorry, floor plan is one oh, of Oh, and hey, by the way, favorites. I had more time to Google. And yep. He-Man is not owned by um, Marvel. It is owned by Mattel. Really? Yeah, which I believe, well, they're the people that own Barbie, so maybe Disney has a special little agreement I'm with sure them. they do. Yeah. yeah, so anyway, that might be why he's in Chippendale. That might be why. Yeah. It was kind of cool because, in, going back to Chippendale, sorry to jump around, um, Lumiere is in it, and <laughs> that's pretty <Yes>. funny. <clears throat> yeah, so anyway, yeah. anyway, if you don't have kids, 
you're still you, gonna like you're it still gonna like it the stuff that you remember that you will enjoy i mean yeah. if you feel bad watching a cartoon like that by yourself borrow a friend's kid yeah, a niece a, a nephew or whatever they'll love yeah. it you'll love it yeah you will awesome. laugh at totally different places by the way oh yeah oh absolutely and i want to watch yeah. it again to watch the background stuff but it's yeah it's interesting the trailer does not do it justice when you watch a trailer you're thinking oh this, this is gonna be the worst movie ever looks horrible yeah so all right now also um the Dice Tower East flea market, virtual flea market, uh-huh. pretty interesting. You can put your games up there and then people can buy them. Hey, there's a pelican and wingspan. Perfect. All right. <laughs> yep. How, I was going to lose sleep over that one. All right. So a little offhanded comment. Just go ahead and research that. All right. But I've been researching that the whole time. The entire time, by the way. The entire time. Anyway, I'm focused so, now. All right. Anyway. Okay, go, go ahead. Dice Tower East Flea Market, it's a virtual flea market where you can kind of put your item up and you can see if it sells before you pack up and bring it. I have put nothing up there and I need to because there's nothing worse than getting rid of a game that is unplayed just to have to buy it again later after your review. Uh So I don't know. I want to know what you guys do. If Mm -hmm. you have a game that is sitting there unplayed on your shelf for a certain amount of time, what what do you do? Do you make yourself play it? Uh-huh. Do you let it sit there? Or do you get rid of it? Because you you only have so much space on your shelves. Yeah. So email in, you know, show at mainlygames.com. Let us know what you guys do as far as that goes. Because really, you're gonna you're not gonna make much back off of it. But it is giving it to another gamer that it might actually hit the table. So okay, so we are reviewing Hopefully. Mm-hmm. So we're reviewing two <laughs> games. We have one that's kind of off the <coughs> off the shelf uh-huh. and off the press. Yes. Our first game off the shelf is kind of a redesign yeah. of a game we've already remastered. Reviewed. Remastered. Mm-hmm. It's by Z-Man Games. It is Archaeology the New Expedition. Yeah. And for you that have listened to the podcast, you know we reviewed Archaeology and loved it. Yeah. The original Archaeology came out in 2007. Yep. And the new Archaeology came out in 2016. Right. Mm-hmm. So and it's, it's fairly inexpensive. Oh, it's yeah. a lightweight game. It's about 20 minutes. The yep. weight's about 1.3, BGG says. Yep. And it's, I mean, barely that. It, But it's it's really, it's a really interesting game. The designer is Phil Walker-Harding. So you really? know it's going to be a great game. But... This one right here, and I wanted to see what it does differently. Yes, and I liked what it did differently. Now, if yes. you, all right, for you that don't know how to play this game, pretty much you are you are digging. It's an yes. obvious archaeology game. Now, look straight at me. Yes. Archaeology, which uh-huh. is the hardest word to spell for me. Oh I want you goodness. to look. And you are hard, oh, no, no. Do not look down. <laughs> Your major was Egyptology. Yes, but I always go I, to archaeology. Wrong. I want you to spell for me right now okay. archaeology. A. R C H A E L O G Y. Ooh, you're so Okay. You missed the A R C H A E O. Oh, I always forget that. I always forget that stupid O. Yeah, I I cannot spell archaeology. No. But anyway, okay, so pretty much what happens you have (laughs) you have all the cards in front of you, and you get four cards. And it's really set collection is what it is. So you're gonna you have the cards in your hand. And you dig for treasure first, and that's pulling from the main pile. Yeah. And you can put that card in your hand. If it's a sandstorm, everyone loses half of their cards rounded yeah. down, mm-hmm. right? So if you lose, if you have one card, you don't lose anything. And I liked it how in this version, I don't believe they did it in the first version, right? You had the tent, right? And that, that's what mm-hmm. that's the difference in this one. Now um, they 
the sandstorm, mm-hmm. but then also the thief. The, yes. Now, if, if you have a sandstorm on your turn, you then get to dig again. Yeah. You know, and a thief means you can take one card from someone else. And that's yep. kind of the fact that you found a thief mm-hmm. that works for you at the, at the dig site. Yeah. Then after that, you have different options. One is you can sell it to the market. In the middle, there's all these cards and yep. the values of an upper left-hand corner. Yeah. You can take and put down a card that is like a three <coughs> and then take three ones or take a two and a one. Yeah. So you're going to the market. You're trading one item for two more. Mm-hmm. Or you can sell it to the museum. And you sell to the museum, that is set collection. And different ones, like I'm looking at the talisman right now. If you have one talisman, it's worth three points. If you have two talismans, they're both worth worth 10. Yep. Three, they're worth 20. Four, 32. So it goes up exponentially. Yep. But here's the rub on this. Once you sell them or take them to the museum, yep. you cannot add anything to that set. So if you only have three pot charts that you're sitting you've got in your museum, you're only going to get three points. But right. if you get off the fourth one, which you would give you four points, sorry, tough luck. Exactly. You sold it as three sets. So four is four points? Yeah, and five is 15. Yeah, know, so that was you, a bad example. But that, that was, was a first, you, that, really, <laughs> you stopped one short of a good I know, example there. I, know. I, I like. should have kept... Um, so so it, is, it is pretty much shuffling. one of those things that has kind of pushed your luck. Because yeah. you're like, if you've got three and you get a lot more if you get that fourth one. Yeah. Coins, for example. If you have three, you get 12. Four, you get 20 points. Five, you get 30 points. Yeah. So the whole mm-hmm. thing is holding on to them as long as possible. But, but if a sandstorm Yeah, hits, get a sandstorm, then bum bum. So that's, it's a it's really fun because it mixes the push your luck yes. with the set collection. I was going to say, a little bit of push your luck with set collection. And it's really whole, good. Your whole, now, there are a lot of sandstorms. There are. There now, was, we did a two-play game and there was six, correct? Yes. I believe. I yeah. believe so. Yeah. And that's one thing this does have on it. Setup is easier because yes. it says on the thief card in the sandstorm, how many of these you put in the deck, depending yeah. on how many players are playing. That's kind of nice. That I like. Yeah. Something else this added was the tent, like yes. you mentioned. Yeah. Everyone has one tent card, which means anytime a sandstorm happens, you can choose to use your tent or not use your tent. And that would protect your the cards you have in your hands so you don't have to right. give any away. So so like I would hold on to my tent until I had a lot of really Something good really stuff in my good. hand. Yeah. Now, I didn't use my tent at all that the game we played. No, yeah. no. I, I used mine towards the end. Now, it is interesting in two players it's different because you only have one option of a sandstorm coming before it's your turn again. If you play yeah. four players, there are three chances a sandstorm could come. Yeah. So, and there are more sandstorms in the game too. Then something else that's interesting is they had the pyramids in the base Base game, in in the normal game. Yeah. But, and the pyramids had like, they had different amounts of like the first chamber, second chamber, third chamber, and they have map cards. Yes. Use one map, you get say the three cards in the first one, two maps, you get the five cards in the second chamber, three maps, you get the eight cards, whatever. And this alternated those instead of the pyramids, which they still have. You also have, you can choose to use like the buried ruins. This is interesting because then you have 12 face down treasure cards. Every time a sandstorm is drawn, you add one of them face up to each chamber. Mm-hmm. So as the sandstorms happen, kind of things get uncovered yeah. by the sand moving. Which I did, I we played with the buried ruins and that was a fun one to do. It's really Because yeah. you nice. kind of had to remember what was what had been revealed. Yeah, and they also have the Sphinx. They mm-hmm. have a tomb. They have they a pyramid have, too. Yep, a pyramid, temple, mine. So yep. it's it adds a lot of variety to the game. Yeah. Those right there do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think that would make it definitely replayable because you can almost have a different game every time. Right. Yeah. Right. So now, okay, knowing about this archaeology. Yes. 
Um, what are your thoughts on it, first of all? Do you like it? Oh, I love this game. It yeah, is... this is a great game. I was excited to play this game for a while. I really liked the original game, but I feel like this game just really helped kind of spice things up a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And the first game we loved. Yeah. This one adds replayability. Yeah. And I just, the little things, the little tweaks it adds. Was really good. Just. I kind of like when a, a designer re-updates a game to kind of make it better. Like, I'm yeah. okay with that. Rather than coming out with a, well, they did come out with a whole new game. But I do like how they improved it. And they didn't yeah. overcomplicate it. No. It was still a simple game. It's still a great game. They still made it what it is. And honestly, that tent um, gets rid of one biggest part of frustration was so yes. many sandstorms. Yes. Because you had nothing to do in the original game. You had a sandstorm, tough luck. Get yeah. rid of half your cards. I'm still curious how this plays with four, because four, it's a bit frustrating. Yeah. But for a two-player game, three, four, two, or three, I, I love it at. Yeah. You know, and I four... I still like playing the original game as a full-play game. I didn't feel I like too. it was terrible. I think I just got really sandstorms. I think I did... I pushed my luck a lot and got burned. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much You have to, when you're playing four people, you have to, as soon as you have cards in your hand, you have to put them in the museum. You yeah. can't hold on, because you're going to lose them. Yeah, you are not going to get a full no, set. No, no. That's and you. You have I mean, to be okay with that. Jumping yeah. from a two-player game to four-player game, yeah. I was holding on to things too long and I yeah. was losing them. Yeah. And oh, when you lose them in a sandstorm, they go back to the market. Yeah. So you, you can, can actually, rebuy them later as long as someone else doesn't buy. But them. odds are someone else is going to be waiting for the same thing yeah. and yeah. take it from you. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, I completely agree. I think this is. I mean, it's a great, great redesign of the game, and mm -hmm. it it's, just adds a couple of things. Do you need this if you have archaeology? Need probably not. Should you get it? I think you should. Yeah. It is. It really is. Which one? If someone doesn't have either, which one would you say they should buy? Oh, without a doubt, the new expedition. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. it's. I I think it's worth because we own both. Yeah. And we probably will go ahead and get rid of archaeology. Yeah. Um, but it's it's really that good of a game. Oh, absolutely. And for really like, good. I don't know how much it was, twelve, fifteen dollars. Yeah. It's one that you can take with you. You can travel with. Yeah. Two, three, four player game takes twenty minutes. Play it's fantastic. Anywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, that is that gets uh, definitely that is a, definitely a two keeper. thumbs up. Yes. Five stars. Ten out of I don't know what I don't know. We just keep <laughs> You're just doing going this. for different, just different. going everything. Yes. One pelican against a windshield. <laughs> All right. So anyway, that's archaeology, the new expedition <coughs> by Z-Man Games. Yep. So next, we're going to review one that we've been trying to review for a while. We played this a while ago, and we wanted to replay it before we reviewed it, just so we had everything correct. Right. And, and we finally had a chance to replay it. We did. And that is Dinosaur Island, Roar and Right. Roar and Right, which I love Dinosaur Island. Yep. And she loves Rolling Rights. And I love Ro Rolling so Rights. And how, so this... Is it, how is she going to like I this one? I still love Rolling Rights. They um, I love Rolling Rights, by the way, if you don't know that. Does but she yes. love Rolling Rights? But, <laughs> yeah, I do. Surprise. So, no, she, I was going to say, so this game is played. You have a pool of dice that you draw from, which are two for every player plus one. Right? Right. And so you have phases of the game where you're pulling out the dice. The first player gets to get their dice. The second player gets their dice. And the first player goes again. Then the second player. You do the action on your dice. Right? And then um, you do this twice, drawing the, drafting the dice. Then and the third turn is when you kind of make your park. That's when you get a chance to do all the actions that are in the center board, which are make dinosaur, build roads, get some DNA. Yeah, and you kind of take your tour through through the park on that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 So the whole time you're kind Did of Did I making... explain it wrong? 
No, 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 no. Okay. No. All right. <laughs> I was like, hang on, you got to do the middle stuff and then you take your tour. Yes. Yeah, yes. the whole thing is well, every time you get you get a die, you're doing whatever it says on the die. Yeah. You get DNA. Mm-hmm. You can then get a merchandise thing, and it also has a polyomino aspect. Yes, that when you get when you get a dinosaur, like a dinosaur, when you, <laughs> when you use the dinosaur, when you use we the, nearly bought that little pop at Target the other day. Ah man, I should have bought it. You should have. Mister DNA was yes. just sitting there to pop at Target. I was like, ah, I'm gonna go back and get him. Okay, anyway. I'll um, put that on your list of stuff to buy today. Yeah, yeah, perfect. All right. <laughs> so when you get a dinosaur, you're, they're going to have to put them into a paddock. And it's, of course, the larger ones, like the T-Rex is a four by four box. The middle carnivore, like Velociraptors, are three by three. And then the herbivores are like two by two. And then even the merchants. And when you're building your your stuff on your grid, yep. they can't be touching. Right. They there have has to, be, to be a space between them. Yes. 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 So it's similar to Tenpenny Parks yep. as far as that. Yeah. And then you have to build a road attaching from one to the other. Correct. Then once you get to, because like, like she said, you do one die strapping. Yep. And then second, and it works the same way as Dinosaur Island and Dinosaur, um, what's the other one? World. Dinosaur yeah. World. Yeah. And it's because whatever die is left over, everyone gets that while well, that's on there, but yep. you also get the threat. Yes. Okay. Correct. So then the second time you do that. Third time, you get to run through your park. Yes. And every single place you go through, yep. you then get an excitement for that. Yes, you do. So you can only go through each, because it's kind of like... And you can only, only go through them if you have a road or a path connecting. Right. And you can also go out a yes. certain exit and yes. you get different points for different exits. So it's interesting, the polyomino aspect. Yeah. And once you have one paddock open, like for T-Rexes, you can put up to four T-Rexes in there. Yep. Which would real be really fun to watch, by the way. Which, I know that doesn't you know, sound safe at all. Just realize the thematic part of that <laughs> doesn't make. Did a you have multiple T Rexes in your? Sense. I did. Okay, that's how I you did. got so many points. I did because I didn't have multiple T Rexes, but I did have multiple Velociraptors and Brachiosaurus and Triceratops. Yeah, yeah. Okay, which those make sense. T Rexes don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. And then you also you get coins and you can buy different things like security chiefs, tour yeah. guides, junior scientists. And there is a lot of aspects to this game. There are. And then yes. like even on the board, there are three cards that come out. Because on your on your roll and write sheet, yes. there are three standard people you can buy. There are. Then on the board, there are three there are three different attractions and three different specialists that change for each game. And they can add different variety. And that's a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. And as you mark off the coins, you can get different abilities. And then down then down there's a dino tour. And as you get more excitement. You're going to get different things every time they go through the tour. Yes. So more of these things that you, the better tour you have, every time they run through the park, you're going to get more things. You're going to might yes. get DNA. You might get more security. You might get coins. And then at the end, you're going to count all up. There's also the death toll on this. The death toll is fairly brutal, but yeah. you can manage it. There's a lot of security you can get. I was going to say, I have not had any deaths in my park. I did. I always make sure one person dies. <laughs> I've had none. I feel like it's very easy to help um, the security increase. That's not a problem. Yeah, that's a, that's the one difference between, I think, well, a big difference between this and Dinosaur Island, Dinosaur yes, World, I was say that. is the security is not as tight. Yes. Because you can get a lot, because every time I... I tended to have a buffer towards the end. Towards the beginning, I knew I knew someone was going to die. Yeah. Because I just had to build up something different. Yeah. But towards the end, I usually have a lot of security going through. Yeah. Um, so that that's interesting. The one thing, this seems like it is it is a heavy roll and write. It is. But it's quick. It is. Now it's not it's not heavy. It's weird saying heavy. Heavy, 
don't know if that's the right word. Not heavy rule-wise. No. But it's heavy with a lot of things going on. There is a lot of stuff going on, which is one of the reasons why we wanted to replay this because we were like, hang on, we want to make sure we're talking about everything correctly. Right, because the whole thing is, like, Roland writes by their nature, you really have to trust everyone at the table that yes. they're not, number one, cheating, which most people don't do that. No. Number two, inadvertently cheating. Yes, make a mistake. M- make yes. a mistake, which is very easy to do. And it's easy to do the Dinosaur Island as well because you do yeah. a lot of stuff on your board. But I mean, for instance, look, when you make a dinosaur, a dinosaur, when you um, <laughs> when you have enough DNA, it's on your list. Yes. When you have enough DNA to make a dinosaur, you for each because there's one action, you can make up to four dinosaurs, right? Yeah, yeah. And everyone is going simultaneously. So you make up to four dinosaurs, you are going to be doing each of these things by with for each of the dinosaurs. You first have to mark the new dinos. Yep. You mark the little circle that you have one. Yep. You have to mark the spent DNA. So you yes. mark off each of those DNA. Yes. If you Cross have it, you mark it off. the DNA that you've used. Yes. Then you make a new paddock. Yep. For that dinosaur. Then you have to write what you have in that then, paddock. Yep. Then you write mm-hmm. on there. Then you increase the threat. Yep. And then you gain excitement. Yep. And that sounds easy, but each thing is on a different sheet or different area. So you have to move around and you're doing that for four dinosaurs. Yes. When trying to decide what dinosaurs you're getting. And then the next person is like, okay, you ready to roll again? You ready to roll? You're like, wait, wait, yeah, wait. Yeah, I'm still putting dinosaurs. Because out of all these actions you can take on the board, this make four new dinosaurs is just one of them. Yes. So, I was going to say, um, of all the actions that are on that center panel that you're kind of doing at the same time, right. the making the dinosaur one, if someone's doing that, that's a time-consuming thing. You've got to kind of just wait for them to do that. You do. Because one, they want to get it right, but two, you know, there's a lot happening at that one time so you don't want to rush them too much because then that's how mistakes happen right yeah so um after playing this a couple more times you know it's what do you think about it oh i love this game i feel like this is a really quick game right it doesn't overstay its welcome there's only three rounds yeah so it moves very quickly you've got to that first round be you know, come out swinging kind of thing. Because if you are behind in building dinosaurs or building um, roads or security, you can get very far behind and then you get bogged down. So you do have to kind of come out with a plan. Um, I found the list of those things, by the way, of what you have to do. You make dinosaurs, you can either get two coins or two security, get DNA, gain up to times two on the die face and everyone else gets one build roads or build a merchandise attraction or food. Yeah. So there's and a lot going on there in that kind of middle section. Yeah, and there, there's a lot. Like yes. the first time we played it with Ryan Patricia, I yeah. did play it towards the end of the night. And it just seemed like there was a lot going on. Yes. And I think everyone enjoyed it, but there was, it was, there was a lot. There was a manage. lot going on. Now, like I said, it's kind of loose with security. It's tight on roads. Yes. Because you will start building places and realize I cannot get enough roads yeah. to get there. In that um, middle section, I always, when I was the first play, would bu- build roads because that's desperately what I needed. You re- And you can also bank roads, bank money yeah. to spend them later, which mm-hmm. is nice. I should have really nice that a bit more. Yeah. Um, and also sometimes you can get cards on the um, extra side. That have people that let you build roads too, right. which there's, helps. There's more. There's more into this than yeah. um, we're going through now, of course. But um, I, I really, if you like Dinosaur Island or yeah. Dinosaur World, which we love both of those. Oh, absolutely. I, it has it. They really mastered that feel. They in a did roll a fantastic and job converting this to a roll and write. It's yeah. really good. I feel like this was just a quick game. I don't feel like there's a lot going on, so it is a little stinky. 
but it's it not. Um, once you kind of get the hang of it, you're we're gold. You were gold. Like when you and I played it, we'd already played it that one time. So after the first round, we were like gold. Let's go. Right, and that's so. And I think this is one of the rarities that normally when I get a rolling right. I then take these sheets and laminate them yeah. so that you can use the same sheets over and over yeah. with dry erase. Yes. This one, I probably won't do that because it's kind of nice to look through your past parks. Yes, and, yes. And be like, wow, that's pretty cool. Wow, I can't believe I did that. Yeah. Wow, that was stupid. I did like looking at BGG, by the way, at uh, different people's parks. Yes. I am going to go back and study them to see what they did because some of them are really interesting. Yeah, and yeah. it's just, and that polyomino aspect is, it yeah. really adds a lot to it. Oh, it's absolutely. Got, it's a really good, they've done a good job combining all those different elements together. Yeah, and this is, yeah. so anyway, this is highly recommended. This is um, by Pandasaurus Games, yep. of course, which has all the Dinosaur Makes Island, sense. Dinosaur World, all that. <laughs> but um, definitely recommended, so check yeah. that out. Yeah, great game. Dinosaur Island, I'm sorry, Dinosaur. Roar and Right. Island, Roar and Right. Yeah. All right. Roar. So, okay, so now. <laughs> We're since we're going in the convention season. We are. It's summer. It is summer. So we're here. It is. So a lot of you are going to be going to different conventions. There's a lot happening this summer. A lot. There's a lot of conventions this summer. Correct. And we're going to, I think, three of them. So hopefully we'll see you guys. If you guys are going to be at Gen Con, Dice Tower East, Dice Tower Retreat, uh, send us a message. We'd love to hook up with you guys there. Yep. Let us know. But um, we started thinking about tips because a lot of our a lot of our friends are going for the first time yeah. to a lot of these cons. Yeah. And what kind of tips will you give someone to do for for attending a convention? Whether it's their first time, their 30th time, or whatever. Yeah. What would you like to yes. give? So we wrote down, we were gonna do 10, we ended up doing 15. Just so you know, we actually did this week this list last week, but because we were so sick, we no. were like, this is not the week to talk about a list and build excitement for conventions. So we thought, let's save it a week to so we have some energy. We had to yes, bring the energy. We did. So <laughs> so that is what it's gonna be. All right. Yep. So so these are our 15 tips on going to a convention. Yes. And if you guys have more that don't really match up to this, let us, let know. us know. You know? I love to hear what, how people will get through conventions. So we collaborated right yes, here on this. Yes, we did. Now, whether or not I'm, I'm sure you're looking at the same list or not, because I'm looking at the one that says tips on on our Google Keep, which Yeah, I, think, I copied and pasted it. Yeah, but see, sometimes you copy and paste it before oh, <laughs> changes okay, are made. now I should Google this. So, yeah, all right. Oh, Hang she's on. Googling again. All right. <laughs> so, all right, so here tips. we go. Tips. Number one is supplies. So bring some supplies in your backpack or whatever, and these are things like snacks. Yep. Because you'll be walking around. You don't want to going out to eat and stuff. Takes it, time away from gaming. It is. Yeah. And going through the exhibit hall, yeah. especially if you're mm-hmm. at a massive place like Gen Con. Yeah. You want to embrace every moment, so have yes. some snacks with you. So you can get through. And yep. also sometimes the line for getting food and stuff is crazy. It is. And you and also that working eating at different times is mm-hmm. important too. That's not on that. But um, a water bottle. Yep. You know, not necessarily filled with water because there are different water fountains there, but having a water bottle with you that you can refill. Yep. And Alex says, you know, ibuprofen. Well, yeah, I always have ibuprofen on me. And vitamins, you know, vitamin C, D, zinc, all that fun stuff. Yep. Helps your immunity and all those. Get those. Because also vitamin, because you're not going to be outside a lot. You're going to be gaming inside. Yep. So those are some supplies you want to carry with you. Very easy to throw in your bag. Have with you when you go places. so you have room for games. Yep. Exactly. (laughs) So supplies is number one. Now, number two, this is this is a weird one right here, yes, right? Yes, it is. It's a little different. Just say no. <laughs> All right. This, this sounds as you walk through the exhibit hall. Yeah. 
you are going to get, I mean, it depends on how aggressive that person is with their game. Yes. They're going to pull you over and say, hey, come here, take a look at this, take a look at this. If there comes a point to where you realize that game is not for you, then politely say, you know what, okay, hey, thank you so much, and then walk yeah. away. Be prepared yeah. to walk away from demos, you know? Like we had a buddy um, that was with the Gen Con <laughs> with us, and we were all in one of these rooms playing, I think, uh, was it Point Salad or um, Letter Jam? Letter yeah, Jam. Yeah. And he's walking with us to play Letter Jam. Nicest guy in the world, right? <laughs> Kyle is the nicest guy in the world. Some guy pulls him in. He's like, hey, why don't you just try this game real quick? He's like, oh, okay. It's a war game, solo war game. This guy's not a solo gamer. And for the next 40 minutes, he was in there learning the solo game that he knew he was never going to buy. Yeah. So he's like, later, I'm just going to say thank you. but Because also, you're wasting their time, too. Because they yes. want to find someone that actually wants, that to, buy actually that wants to buy the game. We so, wrote he just asked for a description of the game, not like a full playthrough. That's a big thing. Yeah. Ask, hey, tell me a bit about this game. Is that yeah. a playthrough? Tell me about this game. Yeah. And then if if it sounds interesting to for you, yeah. then go ahead and ask for a playthrough. I felt the Luna Capital booth... Devere Games, yes. they did a great job at describing their games. They did. They were really good to the point where I got really interested in a lot of their games because they did a great job at just describing their games. Right. They didn't bog you down with everything. And I like that too because they had like six games yeah. and we kind of asked, please describe this one, this one, this one. And they did. Yeah. And then we ended up buying like Monster Party and Luna Capital and different yeah, yeah. ones like, like from them. Yeah. But um, So ask for descriptions of games yes. before you just jump into a full-on yeah. playthrough. And really they're just demos in the exhibit hall. Later, you can buy tickets or whatever, or get tickets or play one of the big yeah. full games if you like. Yep. So, all right. Now, number three is the open gaming hall. Amazing. Love. Most places have open gaming hall. Dice yep. Tower is great about it. Gen Con's great about yep. it. Um, the open gaming hall, we play a lot of times in the lobbies yes. or the hallways. Yeah. But open gaming halls are great. And also, I wish I had more time to walk around and then just talk to people. And that was if, one of my favorite things do, coming in and out of the open gaming hall because I could see pe what people were playing. I'd be like, hey, what are you playing? And most people, because they're not trying to sell something, will happily tell you. And they, they will yes. tell you their opinions yes. on these games. They will tell you yay or nay. And some of these games that have Which not... Which is why we hummed and hard over one game. Because we heard it was bad and then my management. Then we saw some people playing in an open gaming hall and they're like, this is yes. amazing. So we then went back to go find this game. That's exactly it. And yeah. then like some games won't attract yes. you by looking at their their IP won't attract yeah. you. The type of game won't attract you. Yeah. The box won't attract you. But then if you walk through an open gaming hall and you see people playing this game yeah. and you hear them say, oh, this is great or this is happening. And you see real people. Real life opinions. Re right. Yeah. Real yeah. life people. You know, it's kind of like movie reviews. You don't necessarily want to hear what these movie reviewers, yeah. Siskel and Ebert, or even the Oscars say about a, yeah. about a movie. I want to know what a real person. You want to know what a, a real person mm -hmm. says about a movie. Which I still uh, haven't got an, a great opinion here. about. Is it Morpheus or whatever it was? Some people, real people, love it. Some people hate it. Yeah, that's gonna be on. Yeah, I'm not sure. We're gonna watch it. But yeah, anyway, it's but, on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, do, do I have to buy that one too? No. Um, all no, right, so that's not on your list of things to buy. You're fine. So, so pretty much, <laughs> go through and then walk just slowly because people gamers love to talk about games for the yes. most part everything we're going to say here are generalities yes i mean you're gonna have people on the flip side of things but majority of people are gamers are so friendly they are and would nice. love to say hey you know i love this game i yep, love this yep. game i love this game or you know i wasn't crazy about this aspect of it or this yep. gamers normally share with gamers so be in that open gaming hall even if you're not gaming walking through it's there still really good watching yeah. asking people what they think about it absolutely so there we go that's number okay. three number four hall. is signing up for events but not too many events 
This is a mistake we made our first couple years at Gen Con. Absolutely. I was going to say, this is something we did. We had it almost the first year at Gen Con. We were rushing from event to event to event, and it was like, oof, we can't enjoy this. Right. So I think the last couple of days, we just canceled all our events so we could just enjoy Gen Con. Yeah, we lost and a lot of money on not going to these. <laughs> we uh, did. We were Not terrible. a lot of money. Maybe 20 bucks, something like that. Yeah. All of them total. But we wanted to fill our schedule <coughs> with all these events. Mm-hmm. And then we realized we'd get bogged down in a game that we just bought with some friends. We'd meet and all this. Yeah. So really get events, the ones you really want to do. Yeah. But not too many of them. Yeah. You know, enjoy the con. Enjoy the exhibit That's what you're there for, to enjoy the con. Enjoy people. And I mean, some people just like, well, really, you know what you want. Some people that want to do like LARPs the entire time, RPGs, whatever, if you don't have that group at home. But know your limit. Yes. Know how many games events you want to sign up with absolutely all right yeah so that's a big one to sign like up for that. events but not too many events yes number five i feel like is my favorite one yeah this yes. is something we try to implement and we've never 100 percent nope implemented we've this. never been able to do this so we are talking to us as much as you <laughs> yes number five is walk every aisle yep there's still a part of gen con last year that i'm like i have no idea what was there because we never went there never did and but then I felt like we'd walk the same aisle like a thousand times. Yes. But there was one big part in the middle that I was like, I have no idea what was there. Hopefully it was nothing good because we never went there. That's exactly it. <laughs> so we just walk every yeah. aisle up and down. Yeah. And because there could be things that you missed, yeah. small indie publishers, mm-hmm. indie designers, artists. Yep. Yeah. I mean, one of our favorite games was from an indie publisher. Yes. Uh, Pittsburgh 68, Roswell 51, we played yep. it up. And this indie designer that we found there... It's mm-hmm. one of our favorite games. Yeah. And he's still indie, by the way. He still puts it on Kickstarter. But um, it's because we were just walking every single yeah. one, a small corner booth. It was probably three feet by three feet. And love that game. Yeah. So make sure you walk and take your time on every aisle, yeah. going up and down and just checking it out. That's the hardest thing to do and not get bogged down. With Some people get bogged down with just the big boys. Yeah. And that's fine. But you want to see everybody. Yeah. So, all right, that's number five. Number six is take pictures. Take pictures. I'm a big picture taker, if you don't know that about me. I love to take pictures. But I love, what I love about taking pictures is then going back and looking at pictures. Yes. Yeah, um, that's my favorite thing. I like how you said that. Like, it's such a novel idea. (laughs) But I like going back and going, oh, look at that game. Oh, look at that. Oh, what's that game that they're playing there? That looks really fun, you know? And that is a big thing too, taking pictures of like different games that you see, yeah. different games like that are Like in the set open up. gaming hall, sometimes I'll take pictures of stuff other people are playing so I can go back and look at that later. Right. And say, yeah. hey, is this something that interests mm-hmm. me and all? And then yeah. going back and getting excited. <coughs> and I, I like to put those pictures yeah. together on a, you know, in a photo book afterwards. I love to do that so too. Just we do some have some, we have lots of photo books at Gen Con, which people love to come to our house to look at the Gen Con books. Yeah. yeah. Every year there's, there's a new one. <laughs> yes. All right, so number seven is yeah. bring comfortable shoes. Yes. Yep, because you're going to be walking a lot. A lot. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so comfortable shoes, that's a big one. Sandals, made that mistake one time, yeah. and that was brutal. Yeah. Brutal. I like so, to wear heels, but I like I know my limitation of heels. Yeah, I like to wear, yeah, that's, I mean, I like to wear like <laughs> tennis shoes, whatever, but yeah. yeah, heels, if you, yeah, I guess not stilettos, right? No, 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 no. So. Yeah, okay. I would wear less than one inch heel. There we go. There you go. Yeah. That helps. So, it does help. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, number. I must num- admit, I do like, you know how some booths have the soft floor? 
I do like when you go to those booths, you're like, ah, oh, my feet just relax <laughs> you, you for a little. You just want to hang out a little like, bit there. I'm like, oh, this is so nice. <laughs> now, number eight is, is, a, is odd. Yes. But um, it's keep an eye on Twitter for updates at the con. Um, whether it's Twitter or whether it's their personal site, their Facebook page yeah. or whatever, things are going to change at cons. Yes. People are going to get sick. Events are going to move around. Yep. It's just, you can't get upset. It's the nature of the beast. It's the nature of everything going on, this well-oiled machine, that things are going to be moving in and out because yep. of logistical reasons. So keep an eye on Twitter to see different things going on at the con. Also, there may yep. be some surprises, like last year, Matthew Lillard. I know. We saw that on the first day. Yes. We saw it on Twitter. We didn't make it back to see him. We either don't know, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo was there at his place called... Um, Oh, I Googled Beatles it the and other Graham, day. I think. Yes, yes, but yes. Anyway, um, but that was on Twitter. People are going to talk about it and things like that. I'm so, excited because I saw that they're coming back again this year. So I I'm know. hoping. So keep an eye on social yeah. media for that. There's often little things. They'll have different cosplayers pop up so you can go find them. Right, exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of fun to see yeah. the new stuff that show. Or so, somebody might not have known they're going to make it yeah. until all of a sudden they're there. Surprise. So it's yeah. great to see different things. So keep an eye on social media. Yep. But see, that's funny because that kind of counter... Number set, number yeah, nine like is counteracts like, the number yes. nine one. <laughs> Put the phone away. Yeah. You know? But it's really while playing games. Yeah. Be present in the moment. Yeah. So most play of the that time, game and have fun. Yeah, exactly. Don't don't be on your phone all the time. That's the hardest thing for us too. Checking emails, all that. Yep. This is our this is our release. This is yep. our escape. Yep. And especially, 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 add a thousand more especiallys when you're playing games with other people. Yeah. Nothing shows that I am not nearly as interested in this game as you as having my phone out. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Because then it, when it comes your turn, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, what, what? And then it's like, come on, man. It's show yeah. that you are engaged in the game. Yeah. I mean, because these people are taking their time to play this game. Yeah. And it's kind of showing them that you don't value their time as much. Yeah. So just have your phone put away. I mean, that's really our rule at our game night anyway. Yes. Our gamer is made up of people, our game group is made up of people that don't have their phones out. No. They just don't. No. And, Which is um, great. Right. Because then I mean, we're present playing the game. Yeah. I mean, we've had people that have their phones all the time and they, they don't normally keep coming to game yeah. nights because it's just, it's, you know, yeah. it doesn't show you that you value everyone else's time. Yeah. And it's even more prevalent there at a gaming convention mm-hmm. because gamers normally are good about this. Yeah. But really, and also for you, be in the moment. Yeah. Be in the moment. Enjoy it. Yeah. Yes. All right. And number 10. Oh, go ahead. I, I, like, I was going to say number 10. Have a buddy. Have Someone, a buddy. Have a buddy. Someone to hold your place in line. Someone to game with. I like having a buddy that first day and that first hour when you want to divide and conquer buying those games that you know are going to sell out. Which we did last time. You ran to Ravensburger. I, I no, ran, I ran to um, Renegade. Renegade. Yeah. Yep. And I ran. I don't know where I ran. But I sent you somewhere to go run. Yes, you did. Yes. So And um, then I think you had Dana too. And I think we sent both of you. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's like, have you found your, what is the, the Dory thing? Have you found your swimming buddy or whatever? I don't know. So have a buddy because they can yes. also hold your place in line and it's somebody mm-hmm. to game with, of course, and you can divide and conquer. I mean, you might not, you might be going alone, which is totally fine. You're going to make friends there. Oh, absolutely. And you're going to yeah. post like post on whatever form that is about it coming up saying, Hey, yeah. I'm going solo. Anybody want a game? Yeah. Game the first day. You're going to find someone you're going to hang out with. And I feel in that open gaming hall too, there's a flag system too. So if you're there by yourself and you're wanting to game, I think there is an, a way to... There might be. I know I it... feel like... Because I remember walking past someone playing Gaslands and they had a flag up. 
Maybe there is. I know Dive so, Tower Retreat has it. I know they sure do. Gen Con has it. Maybe or not. they don't. I'm but, willing to be wrong about Gen Con, so I apologize. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> but also if you have a buddy, they can go <coughs> kind of hold your spot in line mm-hmm. at the at either a store or yeah. the food trucks or whatever. Yeah. All right. And number eleven is have a budget. Yes. And, and bring cash. And bring cash. I feel like the cash is always helpful at the food trucks too. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And having cash is easy because you can just kind of pay quickly Bam. and and go. Yeah. And Majority of places take card now. Yeah, they do. I don't know if I don't know if any of them that didn't. Even a lot of the indie artists and stuff. Most I feel of like them, now. I think COVID forced people to start yeah, taking cards. Yeah, and then with the whole Square PayPal, yeah. there's so many there's ways. So to take many cards. ways. Yeah, but um, but having cash is easy. Yeah. So if you have cash, and Just, there are different things at the city that's nice to have cash. Yeah. But also have a budget, and you're going to want to have fun. You're going to want to get caught up in the moment, but don't put yourself in a bind later. Yeah. Set up a budget. Yep. Try to stick to that budget. Yep. And then set up a secondary budget that <laughs> you can go above to this amount. Yes. If it, that's what we do. Yeah. So, all right. That is exactly. Now you just told our strategy, right? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yes. All right. Number 12 is make a list of games you want to buy and also games you want to play. Yeah. Um, this is something that I, we always have a good game, a good list of games we want to buy yes. before Gen Con and stuff. And we haven't gotten, um, a friend of ours, Jacob, we're going to Dice Tower Retreat with. He's very good about having a list of games he wants to play. Yeah, I like that. And that's something I don't do. I need to do. Yeah. I always forget about games. But having a list of games you want to play, either rent out at their library, most places have libraries, or if you see an open gaming hall or whatever, get it played at the convention to see if you like it. Yeah. So have that list. It makes it a bit more streamlined. You're going to add that list throughout the week. Yep. Every plan you make is going to be thrown out the window. Uh, within that first hour, this whole plan is out the window. you're going to have a baseline. You have a kind of a plan of attack. Yeah. So there yeah. you go. All right. So then number 13. I like this Oh, one. I like I mean, this. This is one of my favorites. Buy some con gear to remember it. Yeah. That's the thing. Buy something because first. You'd be glad you did. Yeah. Yeah. First year, I don't think we bought several things at Gen Cup, but now we're buying the mugs every year. We're buying mm-hmm. the t-shirts. For a, for a couple of reasons. I love my tumblers. So we actually don't have a Gen Con tumbler out here, but normally we have a Gen Con tumbler. Yeah, we have somewhere. two or three Gen Con yeah. tumblers. We have t-shirts. Yeah. And because a couple of reasons. One, throughout the year, when you grab that, it'll make you happy. It'll bring back those memories of that con. Oh, absolutely. And you just think, ah, it's coming back around again. You were at the movies the other day and you were wearing your Gen Con shirt and someone was talking to you about it just randomly. Yeah. That was well, because cool. they said, I like dragons. <laughs> and it was a dragon. I'm like, have you heard of Gen Con? They said, no. Is that where dragons come from? I'm like, ah. Mm. Uh, uh-huh. I was like, that's too long of a conversation yes. to get in the fact they're not real. But <laughs> anyway, so that right there is. That became a thing. Yeah, it did. I was like, yes, uh, uh-huh. no. Um, <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, it makes you remember yeah. those times. And it and puts a smile on your face. It does. But yeah. also it supports the con for yes. the most part, you know. Buying some of their swag kind mm-hmm. of puts money back into that and enables them to keep having the con. Yeah. So that's something every year. So buy, buy some, some con gear. You're going to remember it. You're going to enjoy it. Number 14 kind of goes back with number one too, by the way. Yes. It's um, bring a battery pack and a power cord. Yeah. This, I wasn't putting supplies, but this is so imperative. It is imperative. So grab battery packs are so inexpensive right now. Yes. So grab, grab extra power cords because they're also inexpensive and they will break. Yes. So grab those, grab a big battery yep. pack that lasts you a couple days yep. to have your phone out because there's nothing worse than, I mean, your group trying to get a hold of you and your phone's dead. Yeah. You can't check Twitter for updates. You can't even take a picture. You can't check no. your calendar because your events are online yeah. because your phone is dead. So biggest thing, bring a battery pack and power cord. 
And number 15. I feel which, like this is a big one, too. I think this is, whole thing has been reversed. Yeah. We should have done 15 to 1 because this is probably the number one. Yeah. The main one is smile. Yeah. And enjoy yourself. Yeah. I mean, anything that comes up that at a con are literally first world problems. Absolutely. Yeah. You are going to a gaming convention. Right. To relax and have a great time. I mean, these are the memories you want to remember. So remember them. You know, things are going to happen. Don't let it bother you. Let it roll off your back. Mm -hmm. And also having that smile on your face is just going to bring different gamers over to want to game with you. Particularly if you're in the open g gaming hall, just smile. Right. You'll have people be like, hey, this looks fun. Let's come play. Yeah. And yeah. I'll never forget one guy who's like had a game set up and he had his scowl. He goes, hey, you want to play this game? And like yelling at me. I'm like, uh, uh, no. no. I'm like, what? And I, now generally right there, I didn't want to, I didn't have time to play the game, but the way he asked it very aggressively, I'm like, just smile. Yeah. You were literally at a board game convention. Yep. To have a great time. Absolutely. This is something that so few... I know there's like 70,000 people at Gen Con and how many of our thousands at every other yeah. one. But the amount of people that get to experience something like, like this is so low. Yeah. So if you are one of those people that get to go to it, smile. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. Mm -hmm. Have you know? fun. Have fun. You're that there is, to have a blast. Whatever happens there, you're going to have a good memory. Yeah. Don't dwell on little things. If your event gets canceled or if this game isn't as good as you thought it would be or... This publisher didn't have enough of these games. You didn't get it. You'll have to wait a couple months to get it. Yeah. Or like That's last something year. I struggle with, by the way. When I go to get a game and it's gone within the first 30 minutes, I'm like, oh, man. But I'm like, it's okay, Alex. It's fine. You're, I can buy it online and I'll get it in September. Or it like, will be okay. <laughs> like last year, it was so prevalent walking up to these people because we had so many games we wanted to get. Yeah. And these people will be sitting there at the bare booth saying, I'm so sorry. Our, yes. our shipment didn't come in. And then you feel so bad for them. You and you're so like, bad. And I'm like, it's okay. I'm so sorry. I'll buy it online. Because they, they yes. paid so much money for this booth. Yeah. And they don't have enough. No. You know, they don't have anything sometimes. Yeah. So I did like those booths that would let you then pre-order at the booth. That was great. That was nice. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, sure. I will pre-order this game because I'm so excited. Yeah. I should have added that too because some of the, these booths will let you pre-order and they'll ship it so it'll be home by the time you get there. Yeah. I like that so too. So if you're flying, that's kind of what we that do. That was key. Yeah, yep. that was a big thing. Probably should have added that as number 16. If you did. <laughs> but anyway, so those are those are some tips for going into convention season. Yeah. So have fun. Have fun. That's the number You're one thing. You're at a gaming convention. Just have fun. Have fun. Yep. Enjoy it. And also yep. come see us. Yes, definitely. Come yes. see us. So if you're going to be at Gen Con, Dice Tower East, Dice Tower Retreat, yep. Let Gamers us know. of the Gulf Coast in September. Yes, I know. So that is pretty much it. We have three months where we're going to full cons. Oh, it's that's amazing. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's why we're working as hard right now. That's but, exactly it. We are working hard this summer. All right. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening. I know it's great to see you. I hope we brought the energy this week Woo! to make up for last week. Yes. But, and thank you for bearing with my fact that I would be coughing too. Sorry. The whole time. Whole time. <laughs> so, sorry. So, all right. So, also email us anything you'd like to know. Yeah. Uh, show at mainlygames.com. We honestly love to hear from you guys. We do. We really, really like and it. And we respond to every email. We love to hear yep. anything you want to say and other tips that you have for cons yes let us know how Things you what you do to get that to a con. you do because like we don't really do the auction and i hear that's a great thing Different i saw people things, in gen con yesterday super excited about the auction i was like huh there, we need to look into this auction yeah there are things that yeah. we forget about yeah that are there so anyway email us at show at mainlygames.com you can see our facebook instagram our entire link tree at yep. mainlygames.com that'll give everything on there yep so again thank you guys so much for listening thank you thank you i hope you have a fantastic week and we will see you next week yes all right bye guys bye